gave the word and great was the company of them that published it so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God welcome to the know your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord I am your host Bishop Fred A. Carwell senior now lend me your ear and let's go inside of know your Bible and hear God's life-changing word welcome to know your Bible Today's message, Jesus the Miracle Worker. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. Y'all quit trying to be so deep. The Spirit of the Lord was upon Jesus, and it came upon him at his baptism. See, we can do all things through Christ and nothing without Christ. All right. So that's what set the Lord Jesus up for those people that were present to be healed. All right, now let's move into Jesus, this miracle worker. So we see then that that is not but one Lord, but he has manifested himself, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So Jesus is the Lord. He's the Son of God and also the Son of Man. However, the anointing, the Holy Spirit, came upon him at his baptism and never left, never departed. So we don't have two lords. We got the Father, we got the Son, and we got the Holy Spirit. So when the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jesus to heal them, that was the Holy Spirit that came upon him. That manifest himself to him because he came at, at Jesus' baptism like a dove in the form of a dove and lighted upon him. So every one of us in here that is born again or wherever this message is received is born again. And each of God's children have been given by the Holy Spirit. That's his assignment. God decided through Jesus and it's communicated to us by the Spirit. Who gets what gift? Amen. So the gift that comes from God came from God the Father through Jesus Christ God's Son through the Holy Spirit. So when you confess Jesus as Lord with your mouth, you were by that same Holy Spirit baptized. See, this is the beauty of it. When Jesus was baptized in the Jordan River by John, right? Okay, the Holy Spirit came upon him uh, just in the form of a dove because Jesus was a peaceful person. So the Holy Spirit rested upon him, right? So that's what the Holy Spirit did in the life of Jesus. Now, when it comes to us, the Holy Spirit came inside. 
came inside and baptized us, our human spirit, into the body of Christ and sealed us and has a desire to fill everyone that has not been filled. And so these gifts and calling that are without repentance, all of these gifts and callings come from the Holy Spirit. Now, there's no need to try to rack your brain and get all those gifts to work in between these walls. Because there are gifts that go beyond the walls of the sanctuary. Like there are some people good in finance. There are some people good with flowers. There are some people that, that are good with baking cakes and stuff. There are, some people, there are some people that are good at doing mechanical work. See, all those are gifts. Okay, understand that. All those are gifts. But in this specific message here today, what we're talking about is that Jesus, the miracle worker, and it's all done by the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, before we start reading a little bit further, understand this. I think I said it earlier. Miracles were God's, were Jesus' calling card. In other words, you know there's something different about this man because that person that, that, that's been sick over there for years, he just came by and touched him. And now their sickness is gone. That's a miracle. So that lie that these things are over with is a lie. That's the same lie that says God don't see color. That's another lie. So, in verse 18, Luke chapter 5. And behold, men brought in a bed, a man who was taken with palsy. And they sought means to bring him in and to lay him before Jesus. And when they could not find by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went up on the housetop. And let him down through the tiling with his couch into the mist before Jesus. And when the Lord saw their faith, he said unto them. Now, now this, is, this is heavy. Faith is seen by positive action. If a man say that he has faith and have no works, there's no way to prove that he has faith. And I thank God for the Holy Spirit because this is what I need to this is what I've been trying to find right quick in my, in my spirit, but it has come up right here right now. Let me give it to you. God did not call us believers to live by miracles. Let, let me say that again. We're not called to live by miracles. We're called to live by faith. Faith is the engine of the power that generates miracles. And if God decides that he's not going to heal somebody, I know that might sound strange to years, but let it, because it's the truth. If the Lord decides that he's not going to heal somebody, then that's his decision. But it does not mean that people that have faith should not trust God for their healing. And see, the reason that he is the supreme power is because nobody tells him what to do. So ain't no need to get in, in mad regard because you ain't it. There was one in 105 died. 
and you hear you over there pouting your mouth all stuck out. Anybody that's 105 can leave anytime they want to. It's not a one of us in here that can charge God foolishly. We have to leave this up to his sovereign will. Even though he equips us with different gifts, we can't make him do nothing. And that needs to be understood in the minds of the believers. Well, you know, I prayed and I laid hands and they still died. So what? What if everybody that was ever born was still here? You couldn't crank your car up. You wouldn't have no space to drive. Why didn't God step in and heal Paul of his eye disease? He was an apostle. He was preaching. Paul lived and died with his eyes messed up. So we have to balance teaching out with common sense. It'll work better for you. And if God decides, okay, today it's going to be a miracle. I'm going to do a miracle for you. Consider yourself blessed. Well, if you got back problems right now, it doesn't mean that they can't be healed or, or you got migraines. It doesn't mean that they can't be healed. But you got to get to that place that says, okay, Lord, not my will, but your will be done. That's how this works. There's too many people out there mad at God. Boy, if I was God for a day, we'd have funerals. <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> Can't make God do nothing. Now, I know some of y'all say, command ye me. Well, that's good. That's fine. But you got to remember. It's still his will. You, you go and have a conversation with God and say, well, look, you had a beautiful son named Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And you sent him here to redeem us. That's true. So why did you kill him? And he was only 33 years old. Such a young man. And you sacrificed him for me. For us. God does what he wants to do. And we got sense. We're going to appreciate. Okay Lord. This is what you decide. I've been praying about this for a long time. There's no manifestation of what I'm standing for. But I still trust you. That's the way to look at these things. Okay. You still here? Okay. In verse 20. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said unto him, Man, thy sins are forgiven thee. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this who speaketh blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered, said unto them, Why reason ye in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Thy sins be forgiven thee? Or to say rise up and walk. But that ye may know. That the son of man. Here we go. Hath authority upon earth to forgive sins. He said unto the sick of the palsy. I say unto thee. Arise. And take up thy couch. And go into thine house. And immediately. 
he rose up before them and took up that on which he lay and departed, his bed that is, and departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed and they glorified God and were filled with fear, saying, we have seen strange things today. I imagine you have. <laughs> Here Jesus was in the house. All of a sudden you hear some rumbling and some tearing up some stuff. It's some folk that's up on the roof with the man in the bed. That's tearing the roof off the house. And let the man down in the presence of Jesus. And Jesus told that man get up. See, now what I'm sharing with you, with me, is deeply personal. I know we live in, in a world where people are, are not personal anymore. Everything is business. That's fine. That's where you want to live your life. Go for it. But you're a person. If I cut you, you're going to bleed. <laughs> and what I'm saying is this. When I got in trouble with my feet, and they were really hurting, and my ankles were swollen, I said, I'm not going to let that stop me from going to church. So I put my suit on and my sandals and I came. Now, there are some folk that's doing a disservice to the faith that they have because it could have gone like this. I'm a preacher. And my ankles are hurting. And my feet are swollen. And I'm a preacher. So what does that have to do with anything? They cut Isaiah they cut Jeremiah in half. They took John Baptist's head off. Get your perspective straight. You're not going to stay here always. So if God decided to do it for you, fine, hallelujah. Praise him if he does it. Praise him if he does not do it. Because when all this is over, we're going to be with him. Now that's, that's the proper way looking at that thing in all these years and, and, and I'm still every now and then challenged with my back but I just get up and keep coming because what happened when, when I got challenged with my back yeah Jesus is still the healer and God is still worthy to be praised not, not this going to be a loop going to throw somebody for a loop you mean to tell me you just praise God when everything is okay uh-huh. Yeah, you do. And when things you can't figure out, your mouth is as long as a Kansas City Southern train. And the best way to put things at peace in yourself is to pray about it and leave it in the hands of God. That's, a, that's the best way to do it. So Jesus is a miracle worker. Mark chapter 5. Don't live by miracles, live by faith. If God does it, fine. If he doesn't do it, fine. He's, he's going to be Lord whether he does anything for us or not. All right. So the spirit of God has to be present for this healing to go on. And, and, and I've seen so many people heal. So many people heal. I, I used, to, used to go to the hospitals and say, for instance, if I was going 
to see someone that I knew that was in the hospital, member or non-member. I, I went to see this person. And then as I was walking down the hallway of LSU or Willis Knight and wherever I was, um, the Spirit of the Lord said, go in that room right there. I went in that room and uh, I asked the person, didn't even know him. I said, could I pray for you? I said, yeah. I said, could I lay my hands on you? I said, yeah. I said, Father, in the name of Jesus, I release healing. In Jesus' name, raise this person up. So many people that had kidney diseases, so many people that had other kind of problems. It was years that went by. And they saw me because I didn't know them. And they said, you the man that came and laid hands on me when I was in the hospital. It works. And I learned a long time ago, if you lay hands on somebody and they die while you laying hands on them, let's go to the next room and say, next. <laughs> Y'all been out of shape for you. Ain't make nobody. <laughs> Get yourself together. See, but the devil uses situations and try to put God's people under condemnation. Don't let him do that to you. Because it's all in the will of God. And we can't make it work. We just have to, by faith, do what we do. And trust God for the outcome. But people shutting all up, getting all depressed, living in a dog house because God didn't come through for their grandmama. Man, grow up. It'll be all right. You still here. Are you in Mark 5? Okay. Look at verse 21. 21 through 24. And when Jesus was passed over again by boat unto the other side, many people gathered unto him, and uh, he was near unto the sea. And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, and when he saw, when Jesus saw him, he fell at his feet, Jairus did, and besought him greatly, saying, My little girl lieth at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay your hands on her, that she may be healed, and she shall live. Now this was a request, right? Verse 24, And Jesus went with him, and many people followed him and crowded him. Now, another, he's on the way to Jairus' house. He's the ruler of the synagogue. But on his way over there, see, Jesus is a, a miracle conception, a miracle child, a miracle man. And so is every one of us that is born again. We are miracles. Amen. And we are to be traveling with signs and wonders. Let me take another break right here. I remember years ago, um, I had heard that Kenneth Hagin was going to be up in Texarkana. And myself and another brother, I don't know, can't remember now who it was, but we went to Texarkana for, to see Kenneth Hagin. And when we walked into the room, it was, a, it was, it was packed out with people. And so the invitation, I don't even remember what he ministered on, but the invitation was given if you are sick or if you need to be saved, whatever went out like that, then will you come up here? And I was very, I've been nosy since I got started. 
I want to know how things work. Now, this man is a national, international minister, and, and what what I what I what I keyed in on to see what he was gonna do. It was a man that wheeled up there in a wheelchair. <laughs> and I'm saying to myself, I, I was carnal, I'm sorry. But I'm looking to see now what you <laughs> what you gonna do with this. They rolled the man up. People were all stretched across the front of, of the, the, the hotel room, ballroom that we were in. And Kenneth Hagin, when he was laying hands on people, and he finally got to the man in the wheelchair. Now, this is what prompted my, my all my antennas was up. Because I was waiting for the man to do what? Jump up out the wheelchair. Now, watch this. Kenneth Hagin did not spend no more time with that man than he did with the other folk that were standing up. As I look back on that, evidently, he understood that if this man in his wheelchair was going to be raised up, he couldn't do it. It's going to be what the Lord would do. And that's the way ministry need to be approached. I mean, you know, some people, they, they probably still, would, and this has been over 25 years ago, they probably still would have been in an hotel <laughs> with their hand on that man that wheelchair like, get up in the name of Jesus. It, it, <laughs> oh, so now you're going to make him get healed. First of all, you don't know where that man's faith level is. You do your part and move on to the next thing. <laughs> okay, so when 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 the word got to Jairus out there on the trail and Jesus was with Jairus on the way to Jairus' house for the healing of Jairus' daughter. So what, what happened is that it was interrupted by another need. And we've heard this forever. It was a woman with the issue of blood. Now, we we got some we got some biblical examples of some people that did not get healed. And I want I want to I want to bring that home to you. I want to bring that home to you. It doesn't mean that you fail, it doesn't mean that God failed, it just means that it didn't happen. Because you got to remember now, and then we're going to look at the woman that had this issue. When, 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 when you take an overview of the Bible, there have always been a lot of sick people. There's always been a lot of poor people. Jesus said, you're poor, you're going to have with you always. There's going to be always a need. But here's the point. The point is that some of the patriarchs of old died of diseases. That's how Isaiah died. Isaiah died with leprosy. Yeah? You didn't know that? Yeah. So why didn't God heal him? There's a small scripture in the Bible. All scriptures are big, but 
is, is just clearly written, as they went, they were healed. Some healing takes place instantly through laying on of hands, through prayers, through the anointing with olive oil. As they went, they were healed. It was 10 lepers one day, you remember? Jesus healed all 10 of them. As they went, they were healed, right? But only one came back to tell the Lord, thank you. So it's, there are different variables here. And the reason that I'm laboring so hard right here is that I don't, I don't want you to be no fool. If some people pray and lament over a house payment. Lord, I need some money to pay my note. I need this and that. And the note doesn't get paid. And you look back and say, well, why did God not pay that note? Because that, that person blew $10,000 over their gambling. So what do you expect to happen? At some point, you got to think about what you're doing. Okay, so in verse 25, as Jesus was on his way to Jairus' house, there came another need, a, a need, okay? In Mark chapter 5 and verse 25. Today's message, Jesus the Miracle Worker. FC3085, FC3085 is now available on CD for only $10. And it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885 or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana 71119 or email us at net. Know Your Bible Radio Broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... Power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is... Jesus I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. the trouble all over the world. I'm telling every man, woman, 
Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you.